0: Hey you brilliant ones, this week is a very funny episode with the absolutely brilliant comedian Kiri Pritchard-McLean. She is so talented and she's about to embark on a tour of her new show Empathy Pains which I saw in preview in the autumn and it's absolutely knockout brilliant. Kiri goes to braver places than almost any other comedian with a mainstream profile right now I'd reckon and she deals with such sensitive stuff with such a mad level of skill and she's obviously fucking funny. Uh, I can't recommend seeing it enough. First though, um, just two little days until a hoovering live at the Leicester Comedy festival that's the ninth sunday the ninth of february it's at two o'clock in the brew dog google the leicester comedy festival and hoovering and it comes up my guests are bake-offs priya O'Shea, and local conservationist farmer and columnist joe stanley and if you want discount tickets to that why not think about becoming a patron go to patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod my stand-up show Hench is on tour right now, um, coming all around the UK, uh, Ireland, and coming to Melbourne as well. I would love to have you come to one of those. Um, lots of the dates are selling out, but there's still loads of tickets in the places where I've got bigger venues, like Colchester and Birmingham and Brighton. Anyway, uh, before we get into this, a quick word of warning. Um, uh, Kiri and I do talk very frankly about weight loss in this episode About our attitudes and our imperfect feminism So just in case that might rock the boat for you But you've been warned uh, We're at my place and we're eating some silly chocolate and pistachio cluster things That I made from a new Nigel Slater book called Green Feast Autumn Slash Winter Which I imagine you're going to get bored of this year Because nothing I've made from it has been anything less than fit It's absolute fuck, So I'm going to use it loads <laughs> You've been on this before as one of a panel of guests at, at MacFest a couple of years ago that was so it? fun it was so fun but i was really having a nice old chuckle to myself remembering the stuff that we'd already covered so that we didn't try and go back okay again. great um sorry that you've got an inside trivet to put your water on you can put it on the very second hand table from gum oh i just I've, I've i've you're too well house trained to <laughs> not put your glass of water which you know not down. actually i was
2: looking around because i was like oh, i'll get you a nice like semi-housewarming present. And I have coasters coming out of my anus. I always see, like, coasters all the time. That I'm like, they're amazing, they're amazing. But there's oh, yeah. too many in the house. I'm like, I'm going to get some great coasters. So just so you know, that's the whole thing here. You will soon receive some good coasters. Oh, yes,
0: please! Yeah. I genuinely haven't got enough coasters. And the only coasters I've got are um, part of a child's tea set. Sure. And I whip them that for up all the time. <laughs> what can you do? Um, yeah, the last time we spoke, we covered uh, booze allergy. Mm-hmm. Um, your booze allergy. Yeah, um, but the, if you take antihistamines, you can still get stung.
2: Some, some, some in my purse right now. <laughs> yeah, I did it. <laughs> Ready for every occasion. I was on the train up from uh, from London to Manchester, and this uh, like such a mank girl like who worked for Virgin I was sitting seat unreserved and and uh, she was like oh my god have you got an antihistamine to one of the other women and then uh, she was like oh, my fake eyelashes I'm reacting to the glue," and I was like I've got an antihistamine and then she was like thank you so much and she was like you got hay fever in November I was like no no I drink a lot <laughs> and then have to sort of explain the whole story oh god and then in sort of semi hushed tones they're like <laughs> <laughs> I'm right here guys. <laughs> I'm
0: actually right here. Coping fine. Oh my god. Um, and the other like really memorable bit I remember talking about is um, like what's your most romantic dinner and you were like that you you're part of getting like maximum beige food and yeah. I
2: should yeah. Yeah. shoe shaped brown food onto a tray. Is that yeah, our, like sexy too food onto a tray <laughs>
0: Have you eaten anything particularly brilliant or awful in the last few weeks?
2: Yeah, I think so. He's a brilliant cook. So so. he is, yeah, really Mm. great. And and did that great thing of when we went vegan, went, okay, I'm going to really try hard to make delicious stuff great so sure we do like opt out and just go for brown food And yeah. um, but you know what I had so my partner and my brother get on really well I like, everyone loves oh, my. my partner anyway but my brothers love him like right. they they still even though he's much younger than them want to like win his love oh. so it's so lovely so at Christmas my middle brother and my partner had like a roast potato off because they both make really good roast potatoes oh nice yeah nice and,
0: and, but was your partner um, making them?
2: vegan yeah the, oh, and, they, wow. and my brother's really great at that as well oh, wow okay. so he's like really embraceive of yeah. uh, embracing well you know embracing yeah. of us being vegans so on Sunday um uh, Tarot from my sketch group so Ed and Castle, of Tarot from my sketch group came over and, and my brother made us these rose potatoes that he's been trying to perfect um, and they were so fit they had oh, time in them which I've never had mm, before that's with, a DIA thing oh it's great yeah so is it thyme? Ter- well, she
0: probably didn't invent it. It's no, the first recipe I ever cooked. No, and Delia, Norwich. Julia actually grew Norwich and thyme. Yeah. Right.
2: And sage, which I wouldn't have put in there. Oh, no. But it just gives it all these great flavours oh, and loads dear. of garlic and he and does a bit of truffle oil in it. Oh, They didn't have any flour to, you know, you sort of rough them Fluff up after, them, after you've hard yeah, yeah, boiled them. Chana flour is really good for that as Ooh. well, it gives it a real good crisp. Is that chickpea flour? Yeah. Posh name for that, proper, proper name for that. Yeah. Oh,
0: or is that ground flour?
2: Ground flour as well. I think it's both it's the same thing.
0: Maybe they are.
2: Yeah, because chana dal is is chickpea dal, right? I thought it. Yeah, it, maybe it is. But also, if you buy that,
0: oh, I've just bought some for my mum. And sometimes I mean, those big yellow split peas. She can't uh... get them in Dorset, so I will bring her. Three kilograms every time I visit from the shemaster. <laughs> Whenever she comes up, she was up there last week. She was like,
2: oh, ooh, oh, um, ooh.
0: just because all the shops sell all the lush foreign stuff, world cheap.
2: Oh my gosh! So when I go back to Wales and I go around the big Tesco, their world food aisle <laughs> is like a Mr. Ben's jar and nothing else <laughs> because it's, it's almost like a area. <laughs> so it's quite hard to get like you know things you take for granted. Like Mr. Ben's <laughs> honestly, jar. It's like, you can pick up sober noodles and stuff here very easily yeah. and, you know, just stuff whatever. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. back in, you're like, okay. <laughs> oh, like, we'll import our
0: own. Yeah, <laughs> for Amazon. <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh, that sounds well lush, those potatoes. Anything mm-hmm. minging? Um,
2: no, I'm very hard to be put off by well, food we, on
0: that note should we try these
2: yeah they do look nice do you know what they look like when you want to get those comedy reindeer poos at Christmas yeah, week?
0: yeah! my son got bought quite a lot of tins of reindeer
2: shit
0: <laughs> yeah. they're usually raisins aren't they so this is from a Nigel Slater book called Green Feast that I got for Christmas it looks it's, lovely it's, I love the book and I've been cooking stuff from it like how mad do you, how do you I do eat think them? Green Feast is a wank name no idea they're called chocolate and pistachio clusters oh god I don't know what it's going to be. I think they're going to be chewy, and there's some sort of pistachio and mint business on the roof. Oh.
2: They're really nice.
0: Mmm. They're okay, actually, aren't they? You it's get
2: people really complaining about hearing on. people eat.
0: No, actually, because I've got quite strict microphones on purpose.
2: Fair play. <laughs> so I Again, that's sort of imagine the kind of thing that a man would get annoyed about. Yeah. Like, how dare you eat?
0: <laughs> well. <laughs>
2: Yeah. you eat behind your hand in a, in a in a cupboard that I can't see like the rest of the women in my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then cry. Oh, wow. Cry of shame. That's really good. Mm, they're okay. That is nice. They're quite... What, is that ginger? It's quite a big clump. No. Not what is in there. Um, Looks. Hazelnuts, apricot, some prunes, but like, part dried. Great. They've got... They sort of, there's definitely poo-poos can happen at the end of this, and golden sultanas, and then this.
2: That's what I can see that looks like ginger. Mm. These are really fit. Mmm. Mm. Good. Piece of piece <sighs> actually.
0: You don't fuck me with the chocolate up. Oh, we need a kitchen towel, or I'll just lick oh, it just, off. I was going
2: to say, lick your hands. Mm-hmm. You know, just... I've been out for lunch, what do you have? Just went to Wags and it. Oh, I love it! It's really good for vegans. Yeah, really good. It's so good for vegans, especially that one
0: opposite the Soho Theatre when they do all the test stuff.
2: And discount if you're doing Soho Theatre. Do you know that? Yeah,
0: went five times. Found out yeah, after. Yeah,
2: they tell you afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> no, no one ever <laughs> Um Yeah, it's great. It's so great mm. because also you might be aware of this being a, be a semi-veg.
0: And I flirt with it. Yeah. yeah. I just it's, eat lots of fish and eggs, Kiri which yeah. is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm just careful about where I get the
2: pricks. <laughs> no, Unless it's
0: sushi, in which case, who fucking knows where that fish came
2: from? <laughs> the um, it's that thing of you don't feel like you're restricting your friends. Yeah. So that I know um, they can all have a lovely time at Wagamamas, and so can I. So yeah, that's why. So true, actually.
0: Because
2: I hate them that them. thing of being like, you just go wherever, and I can find something, knowing that you can't, and that you're going to yeah. eat a bowl of chips, which obviously, absolute win-win scenario. Yeah, I found when
0: I was being full veg so that the the hardest place to go where I actually occasionally would have to ring in advance and say, can I you knock me something vegs up? Which they always would, but it would be like a proper good Italian restaurant. Oh, Italian, Italian food, nightmare! Everything's just, got an egg yeah, in it. Yeah, which is weird because it's a piece of piss to Italian food at home if you're vegan. But is it? But it's because their pasta's fresh, if it, mm. whereas dry pasta hasn't got any. Heck, isn't
2: it, is it? That's the thing I miss the most is really good Italian.
0: Mm.
2: I'm someone who like absolutely smashed the dick off yeah. a carbonara.
0: Oh God!
2: You know proper when it's without yeah, yeah, so.
0: yeah.
2: Recently, my partner, I he was cooking for us, and then we got we went to the free from because one of our friends is also a celiac, oh, so we always buy gluten free stuff. in the free from bit was free from carbonara and we're like great there's some dairy in it no egg in it so picked it up cooked all the stuff put it in and as we're pouring it out obviously there's chunks of bacon in it we just, we just oh assumed no. that it wasn't. so yeah it was free from all those things but it still had meat in it oh and no, so we just shit. sat there and I was like I don't think I can eat it and he's like I don't think I can either so we, I was like it's really bad to throw it away because food waste mm. is bad so basically it was a night of silently sieving chunks of bacon <laughs> Chunks oh. of bacon out of a shit carbonara sauce because of course it's shit because it's oh been missing all the good no. stuff. So that was, but it was, it was quite funny. So mm. now, like, it was a good lesson to learn. Yeah. Like, there's still be meat in it, you fucking idiots.
0: <laughs> yeah, I did that the other day to uh, my girlfriend's proper vegetarian, unlike me. Like, I don't know. In that situation, I'd have just eaten it, which is like bad. And that, no, in that I've never near beach. But she's proper vegetarian would wouldn't have either. But we ordered some. Oh no, are we getting? fucking hammered and um i just made some i was making i made the weirdest well it's the first time i've ever bitted this on here because it's very recent (laughs) i made just mushrooms and chips (coughs) right what is that Why are you having why is anyone having that (laughs) really posh mushrooms as well just next to some oven chips anyway because it was taking too long i made a quick crisp sandwich in between and um, <clears throat> I found some smoky bacon sauce that's been in my cupboard forever and like all the time there's never anything fucking meaty in in bacon flavoured crisps never. Like, all of those it's, the like, safest, the yes. yeah, yeah. ironically, the safest flavours and I looked on the back as well I was like I'm gonna quickly fucking check and I was like yeah no no yeah there's no yeah. milk there's no nothing whatever and it didn't say. They never have it
2: in bold if it's a meat extract.
0: It's not in bold. Yeah. It's not an allergy sensitive thing. And I was like, okay, okay. Smeared it on. She was like, this is delicious. I
2: was
0: like, <laughs> like in fact, this is too delicious. Do you sure? And then, can I just have a look at the bottom? And the worst thing is, not only was she like, you just fed me meat, also, it was nearly <laughs> two years out of
1: day Lipped <laughs> it <laughs> in the
2: fridge. It
0: means I must have moved it from my old house. Oh, yeah.
2: Move house. <laughs> three, three houses.
0: My um, friend, Rachel Stubbies, says one of the reasons she said she had a wave of love for me like she's never known for a friend before when she realised I was taking half an onion home from Edinburgh in Kingfield
2: <laughs> <laughs> I really
0: hate waves.
2: Yeah. I also take um, best before dates as like, yeah, all yeah. right, mate. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm right. like, yeah, come on. Yeah. if it stinks when I open it I won't yeah. use it other than that my it's other fine.
0: rule is um, if the cellophane started to puff
2: oh yeah then, yeah, then <laughs> it's then it's hoppy like, <laughs> then it's turning into a beer <laughs> you can got have it then but anything like that also if something's a bit shriveled veg wise I'm like yeah. well I'm going to cook it so it's fine Yeah. so excuse me my partner will be like you can't use that I'm like I can chop that bit off and still use it I'm yeah. really that's my superpower is like do you remember that Mm. advert ages ago it was like inherently sexist but um, it's, it was like a British eggs advert and it looked like there was nothing in the fridge and right. it was like Spanish chumlet the mm. kid and then he goes so you're like your mother you can make a meal out of anything rolling eyes but yeah. that is my superpower is yeah. that I can look and be like oh I can make something out of this and I think it's because I used to be a chef when I was younger did you? yeah I didn't know that yeah but not like a good one so you and Jade then? yeah so oh. I used to work in like yeah in a, in a by the seaside so you yeah. just learn a lot being around actual chefs. Amazing, fascinating. In my limited experience, there was you know a couple of years, and that's how I paid for university. As I went and did that for really? summers, yeah, I worked, worked like in like seventy mm. hour weeks. I did that and, by
0: the seaside as well as yeah, in hotels and stuff. But actually, in the kitchens, actually, always waitering.
2: Like, well, yeah, I started off washing up, mm. then went to waitering and I was uh, called
0: a dish pig when I did the washing out did you get
2: called oh that? yeah skip rat as well because we'd sometimes eat stuff off the, all the time I eat I stuff off the plates yeah that. yeah so um, I'm like, they and to actually the shakian
0: would give me like raging bollockings He'd be like, someone could have coughed on that and be like, I couldn't give a yeah, fuck. Yeah,
2: I couldn't care I like, either. no!
0: Like, you know, I suppose he's vicariously responsible for...
2: Yeah, maybe. But I'm I could like, not oh, give a fuck. Now just going to do it secret. Yeah. <laughs> well <laughs> done. i for the rest of my life. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> <I need you. laughs> Thanks so much. But yeah, you learn how to... So I worked um, with <laughs> a, a chef called Caddis. And so there was, like, downstairs. It's, it's a tiny, like, converted cottage. Yeah. But, like, they would do, like... 300 meals a night in this wow. tiny thing and she was so amazing and so efficient so that was like your kind of h- higher than pub grub mm. and then there was a really posh one upstairs and upstairs oh, would be the male chefs and the place would be a fucking bomb site. they'd swear be a- it's a real performance where she wow. would quietly clean as she went and just do wow. 300 and they'd have to do maybe 50 in a night and like Maybe they'd each, each table would turn over twice or it'd turn over three or four times downstairs. Oh, my God. What an allegory for the world in yeah. that one restaurant. It's, it was incredible. And watching her and how quietly she dealt with everything when there would be like, you know, like 20 orders just up. And you have to be like, OK, their starters should be coming back soon. Let's start on this so they don't have yeah. to wait because people could just get irate when they're dealing with food. And you get it. They've got kids, you know, like...
0: Oh, but God. yeah,
2: watching that was I was an absolute masterclass in just running shit well. Yeah. And you know, for everything that people say about women being emotional, that like, <laughs> incredibly just efficient and non-emotional. Yeah. Whereas the men, it would be like this, like, well, I'm not doing it fucking well. you know all this kind mm. of like, all right, mate, there's no cameras in here, like real sort of like assholery yeah, yeah, yeah. that goes with it, and then sort of acting like they've been in the boxing raft was like. <sighs> <laughs> like yeah. And then the poor fucking washer-upper is dealing with all their bullshit that they've left behind. <gasps> and
1: You know, they, they don't,
2: like, do the desserts or anything. It's someone else doing it. So just, like, come on. Oh,
0: yeah, fucking gross. But it's,
2: I think it's the... You know, like, there's this thing about, like, actors now where they have to really suffer. Like, male actors especially. Like, mm-hmm. I su- you know, I, I lived in the woods with a bear or whatever to get my Oscar. And you're like... It's because you feel emasculated that you do, like... A lady job of pretending. Yeah. And like, I think it's the same with like, I'm a chef. Like women are cooks and men are chefs and it's really alpha. Yeah. But like, and I think so, it's a, I think it's like a way of offsetting their masculinity and what is seen as a traditionally female role.
0: Yeah, it's so true. Steph was telling me about a thing in Wales actually that, um, where. We're
2: going to have some more of this. yes yeah, please do. I'm only talking so
0: I can talk more, but also I get sickly out very quickly with your chocolate things, but I'm going to finish this one. Also, I get pissed off at having filthy hands. it's almost on the spectrum.
2: I like, don't like having dry hands. It makes me cringe after spit on. Really? Them. <laughs> yeah, it makes me like makes me. I'm like, Ugh! and my partner will <laughs> be like, "What's wrong? I'm like, I've got dry hands." You know, like if you, if you yeah. dig in, the, when I even see Ooh, it, people gardeners the where it's, uh, they've been digging in the garden, it's dried on their hands. I can't <gasps> talk. I can't oh, really? stop thinking about how dry their hands are. Oh god!
0: I think I've got the opposite thing. Like the idea of any sort of food or wet bit. Or oh, nothing, really. Just like, get the fuck off, and these like sticky bit. Rudy's as well. they would be like, "I got sticky hands." Like there's a fucking something bad, real bad happened because a sticky hand! Everybody's weird.
2: Thing about in Wales.
0: The thing about in Wales where um, with. Um, men and weightlifting and it's called bigorexia where it's like obsessive weightlifting and it's been born out of um, the sort of death of lots of manual industries and lots of men who historically would be working in whatever minds, whatever big Mm. physical jobs working in call centres and recruitment and all these types of jobs now but office jobs but like you know often kind of big open they're sat at a desk ultimately now yeah. and that kind of jarring emasculation has led to this like massive rise in huge bodybuilding
2: well I think that's why So some of my new shows about that Yeah, it's about a lot of things but it was going to it's about empathy and mm-hmm. it was and it is still a large a big chunk about non-offending paedophiles
0: yeah um, oh my god I saw a preview and it's so fucking brilliant I can't wait oh it that's
2: nice and and but it's evolved a little bit now because I have talked to my brother about it because it's sort of about male suicide and male identity, because right. I don't think that men can necessarily have that conversation, mm. because they'll look like, but what about men? Yeah. Um, and so I was talking to my brother, who is like, so my family is working class except for me, like yeah. they whacked me in a private school because there was a big age gap and they had a bit of money right. yeah and um, by that time, so... My brother is um, the one who made me the roasts. Kyle. He is uh, like state educated. Left school at sixteen. Came to London at sixteen. Lived in like a bedsit in Myland. Was a, a electrician apprentice. Fucking hell. And then worked. was so the, brave at sixteen. It's yeah, but like he was a babe, buried man, country bumpkin, yeah. lived on a farm. Like got pickpocketed all the oh, time. Fuck like, was oh, it was like God. quite heartbreaking. Actually, he's he's now sort of like about forty. And um, yeah, he'll be forty this year. And he's n- n- he still keeps on the tools a bit, but he also lectures sports science stuff. So that's okay. in in a college. But I was saying to him about why do you think it is that men take their own lives? Because you're in the in the bracket. Yeah. And he was like, I know exactly why. He says I see it all the time on the sites. Men just disappear. And he says because he said when you when you're when you do a job like ours, your identity is of being strong, and it's yeah. like you the quicker you can get the job done the that's how you get paid it's not yeah. by it's it's like you get through the stuff and that's how yeah. you get paid and um, and he's like you slow down naturally you get weaker naturally there's always stronger fitter quicker guys coming up yeah. I'm at an age where he he's not with anyone, but he's like loads of them get divorced. Oh fuck! A and yeah. so everything
0: from their really young marriages. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. So the kids are grown up, and they're not they're not the dad identity. They're slowing down. They haven't got their identity at work anymore. That like that old guy who gets in the way a bit. Mm. They're getting weaker. Everything about them that they prided themselves on being is yeah. disappearing, and they're like, well, "What the fuck am I?" And it's not like we've tra- like this thing of like we told women that they can be anything. And yeah. we haven't told the boys that. Like, posh boys always think they can be anything. Yeah, affair, yeah, yeah. But the boys we need to speak to, we've never had that conversation with. Yeah. And they they just kill themselves. It's and it's... F- yeah. Yeah, and it's this thing of, like, we've never replaced that support network. Either As pubs shut down, that's, like, male bonding is, is mm. going from there. God, yeah, it's funny, isn't it? I, oh, all these sort of little pockets of things
0: where you realise the... Um... <clears throat> how sort of pervasive the tentacles of toxic masculinity are um yeah i'm writing something at the moment that if i can get it away i'd love but I, I want to address the fact in it that there's loads and loads of blokes who aren't that who aren't that into fucking
1: yeah 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 and there's
0: no way of dealing with it that that if they're if they're in a heterosexual relationship then whatever relationship they're in their partner thinks that they're a piece of shit because all men and men are want to fuck all the time, so they must be. I'm fat. Yeah. He they must, fuck yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. And or like you know, I'm repulsive in some other way. Yeah. And, that, and and that narrative you just grow and grow and grow in your head. They're incapable of talking about it because it's too enormous. A, it's such an ima- you know. Oh, but it's it, ultimately it's we've built a fallacy up that blokes yeah. so are any more into sex than women, and that's on you know that's on women as well to be like, nah, I'm really into fucking. Hands yeah. up. Yeah. I'm really into fucking. On that note. I'm bringing it back to eating.
2: <laughs> You're
0: probably the first person and the only person I reckon I can comfortably ask, and you can tell me to fuck off. But have you ever done any eating during bonking?
2: Have I? I mean, I absolutely seem like the type who would.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much experience I've had. I had one really horrible sort of kissing with a bit of chocolate going back and forth. It's oh, gross. And I think he thought I really liked it. Fucking hated it. Just getting sloppier and sloppier at each part. No,
2: that sounds um, too much like sick and I'd overthink it you know yeah. like when a baby they feed a baby yeah. a bird that's what it would feel oh, like oh yes I think no I don't, I don't think so even though they're, they're like my two great joys <laughs> but I would say there is it may be in a way because there is always crumbs in the bed <laughs> like our, our bed is disgusting it's like you know that tray you pull out from under the toaster <laughs> That's that's what our bed sheet's like. <laughs> just like, you know, on the, the second to last day before it gets oh. changed, like, this needs to go now. Yeah. But no, never <laughs> deliberately. Maybe I'm, I know someone who, this is awful, yeah. um, who had sex with someone and then the, the guy finished um uh, and he leant over her and got a pie on the mm. bedside table and just took a massive bite out of it. And I'm like, yeah, fair. And <laughs> That's I like quite sexy. Yeah. Just a, a massive pork massive. pie. I mean, massive, massive one. Just like, like bit and it like it was an apple. Chunked <laughs> it like it was an apple. Mmm.
1: Delicious.
0: Um, in particular, in any sort of moving vehicle. Mm. Yeah. I eat
2: all the time in the car. Because yes.
0: Me, what, when you're driving me too?
2: Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'll change my tights when I'm driving. I mm. um, I can roll a cigarette? My dad does it with his... Uh, he stares with his knees and does it with his hands. Yeah. Very bad. Very I, bad. My car is one of my favourite places to eat. Yes. Um, because so often I'll be driving like London to Manchester. Yeah. Or Wales, Manchester, Wales, mm. London. So, and I don't like stopping. Because it just makes it I'm further away from the place I want to be mm-hmm. or need to be, so yeah I eat all the time. It's it's, yeah. it's a, this constant like food under the seats. Like I don't need to see yeah. that anymore. Also, yeah. it's one of the few things that keeps me awake. It's true, eating, um, and then getting that sweet blood sugar crash. And be like, what am I doing? <laughs> trying to blare out the music. Somebody told me it might
0: be utter bollocks, but I, or somebody told me or I read a long time ago that when you're trying to stay awake, which is a big deal, I reckon in our line of work, especially you know touring or whatever and you're driving back in the small hours. I'm trying to fucking minimise that with my tour I've got coming up because as much as it's nice to wake up at home, if... Oh, anyway. Anyway. And yeah, um, when you're knackered, apparently the ideal thing to have, if you can't stop for a sleep, um, is an apple. Oh,
2: really? If you don't hate
0: apples, yeah. I've really, got, I got like, into
2: apples again. Yeah, me too. I'm just like in an the apple last, phase. Yeah, just in the last month, I'm like, I've oh, got a real craving for an apple. You just... I think all, all, if you get one either fluffy
0: or over tart apple, yeah. you can be off apples for years. But yeah. most of them are really
2: great. Yeah, they really are.
0: Um, but Mine yeah, it gives you just the right sort of sugar. It gives you like an up and, a, and it's refreshing or whatever, and it will sort of see you good for another maybe hour.
2: Oh, great, right, good But to it's know. not
0: caffeine and it's not refined sugar, so you don't get a spike in a drip dip.
2: I don't drink caffeine. I hate pulling over to sleep. Right. I, ha- I hate it. I felt very unsafe
0: in most of the places you ever yeah, yeah, not doing it. Yeah, yeah. I've tried in.
2: Like services like basically. I wake up to someone pulling the <laughs> spine
1: out of <over> me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and but that's Made my own arrogance. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I fall asleep very to the point where my partners put smelling salts in the car. I put oh, I fall really? asleep a lot, a lot. So that's why I don't really drive anymore because it got to be a real. Oh real really? Problem. Yeah, I wake up three late. <gasps> oh shit! So yeah. I'm so glad you're not
0: really driving anymore. Then. Watch Although training, for this you know, tour, we're gonna have
2: to. I'm gonna have to because I've I've got a bit of set, so I'm gonna oh. have to drive. But um, yeah, I'm trying to minimize. Oh, God, I can't wait to see it. Um,
0: when you're on tour, do you eat? Do you sort of carve time out to eat nice shit, or is it just like on the road, not the time?
2: Yeah. 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 Cramming
0: loads of other work in the days as well.
2: Yes. Mm. It's because I'll be like you, I'll work the days as well. So it's like, I love touring, but you're like, oh, fuck, I've got to be in blank tonight.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're just
2: like, okay, well, as I fill up for petrol, I'll grab something from a service station if they even.
0: I've had two hot tips that we can both try and take. Um it's a presuming that you don't want to eat a, like a property just before your show, which mm-hmm. most people don't. But Scummy Mummies have an amazing thing where they go for a curry after every single show. It's the only place that will be open. Everywhere there'll be a curry place that'll be open. Oh. And they phone in advance and make sure they'll still be open at half ten. And they set this, I mean, my heart sw- swelled. Um, for their next tour, they've moved the whole tour show uh, 45 minutes earlier just so that they can be in the curry place for a bit longer <laughs> and kind of not doing that thing where they know that people are hanging around afterwards for them and stuff and um, but they no i so great and mark watson was saying um to just get a fucking nice lunch somewhere and do yeah. the research um because you said it just sets your soul up you know for the day a bit and uh, and then it doesn't matter if you have, yeah, you're not having to have some quick sh miserable uh, I listened to that winter. podcast with
2: Mark it was great mm. it was really good yeah that thing about like oh it's a treat we're going to all these places we'll probably n- not never go again yeah but, yeah yeah you know I don't know how often I'm going to have a day trip to Canterbury so yeah, yeah oh I've got have? some
0: places for there actually
2: great thanks
0: um, that I should let me
2: Ooh, Every suspiciously nice cheap, which you've done, we always go for a curry afterwards, and it's Ooh, a really nice. Oh my god, I, I couldn't come the last time I did So last night it was suspiciously cheap, and oh. we went for a curry, and it's so nice because you get to sit around with all these comedians that you think are brilliant and just have a really nice actual oh. chat. That night curry. is
0: amazing if you're listening and haven't been like proper cheap for fucking amazing comics doing their newest gubbins. Um, the place to go in Canterbury is called um, Goods Shed. And it's right near one of the stations sits in a market and it's lovely please do it oh My great brian and he's like lovely foodie and it, it's, it doesn't mean it's necessarily swanky okay it's <laughs> <That's> nice um, <laughs> right oh well so i'm gonna get into it now because well maybe who knows but um the one thing about when you very kindly come and kind of do did that panel one whenever i do the live shows of this for obvious reasons, you can't get too... So you just can't say to us, how's your relationship always been with eating? Yeah, of In course. In front of an audience. But um, I'd love if you're up for it to talk about how what your historical relationship has been like with eating, whether it's always been rosy or what sort of journey it's been. Because I think potentially, I feel like maybe you and me both have had... a whirlwind whirlwind of enlightenment over the last few years, but I might just be arrogantly desperately grappling for similarities between us. No, I think... But I feel like I remember you doing like a hardcore weight loss diet. Yeah. And afterwards, both of us really sort of um, (laughs) having quite a good laugh at each other, trying trying to sort of be really intrigued and impressed but also not too impressed because not being the one in <laughs> <laughs> but also now I look back and go oh I'm
2: glad I didn't I'm
0: yeah. glad I was f- faffing over it because now I know how unhelpful it is to be like oh my god
2: a joke in my show about you you did yeah, yeah. i remember <laughs> about um, when it feminists they don't know how to compliment weight loss because they know they should yeah and then you um what is it you said um uh, so in, you in the, the show, show you said uh, in the in the, the joke in the show as you go my, my friend jess says oh my god babe uh uh what is it you say something like um it's something like I say oh my god you've lost loads of societal pressure well done sister <laughs> and it's, it's something about that but it was exactly I remember the exact conversation we were in oh the god, god, you're of. so much privilege yeah 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 exactly <laughs> but it, it's that thing of yeah so I went on a um, it coincided obviously with the, at the end of a horrible relationship yeah yeah and, um, and but weirdly for maybe like 18 months before that I'd started going to the gym and I had a PT so I was very slowly mm. losing it anyway yeah. um, because I had always been really strong I did yeah. judo like a, you know horse riding I'm a farmer's daughter yeah. <laughs> food is fuel like we always had massive portions <laughs> late at night we used to do this thing in our house where we'd have a competition that so the, the little dining room we'd occasionally eat in, is right next to the kitchen and um, the game was Dad would come and put our plates down he'd go and get his and come back and you had to have to finish by the time Oh, 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 oh yeah! <laughs> yeah. Oh, so like, we all also leave the really quickly.
0: of made me really laugh but you know Mar- Margaret came on smooth Oh yeah. She's got a friend who's pretty like red strong hench right and um, a man named out of a car at home <laughs> I'm going to do an accent that could be racist I don't know but he said you look shh Hey, girl, you look strong, girl. And she said, thank you. And he went, far? <laughs> <laughs> and so Margaret's taken to commenting on lots of threads <laughs> about my show, with just in capitals, Farm <laughs>
2: <laughs> But it is that weird, like, it's fuel. It's yeah. fuel, and you yeah. have to have it, because otherwise you can't go out and work. Oh, I mean, like, yeah, it actually is. Yeah. yeah. So I was always... But then I got to about... When was it? I remember being obsessed when I was in sixth form. So maybe it was a... Well, suddenly being aware of my weight when I was doing judo. So I was, I was sort of like maybe about 13, 14 then. Right. And I was always like... I was fucking fit and slim, but I was always in the top weight group. Yeah, yeah, So I'm yeah. fighting these I like really some judo Yeah, you get weighed. Yeah. Get yeah. So I'd be against... Out. So when I was the one that was like, Ooh. let's say, 75 kilos plus. Yeah, yeah. And I'd be like... What, I can't—I don't even know how much that is so it's just yeah. like some weird brag I was a kid <laughs> I'd be like just in it and then I would fight any girl who was over that so really big girls yes. much bigger yeah. than me but also that thing of me being like well, i just got heavy bones because I, there was nothing on me yeah. but I was fucking heavy I have it, yeah. and so it was that thing of being like oh god it's a thing to be Aware of suddenly, you're okay, you have to get weighed, and you're like, and then you're getting into that teenage bit as well. And then I remember, I just remember I'd almost obsessively ask people, but try and do it in a really casual way. Be like, because I was like, as soon as I started wearing in like year seven, where you go out of wearing age clothes to size clothes, I think I went went straight in on a size 12, yeah. Um, so like, and just being aware of that being bigger than everyone else, yeah. Um, And then just I remember, yeah, probably being about and sixteen. Or I'd be like, "What's that, you know what that I'd
0: forgotten that. I'd instantly, as soon as we were shopping in what seemed to be, we thought, adult, you know, yeah. no, not tummy girl anymore, yeah. and into like Miss Selfridge and Topshop. Already there was fuck all there.
2: Yeah, yeah. For me,
0: like, or you'd just be getting the one fucking jumper they had. Exactly. Or some fucking heels that didn't really fit. Yeah. Like,
2: Fat and, lasses yeah. have Great handbags and shoes. You <laughs> <laughs> like, can't grow out of them. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I would I would like really try and do it very casually. I'd be like, what size jeans are those? Because I would be trying to compare myself to the girls. Mm. Like, who I thought, like, well, she's not really, really skinny. And then I'd see the jeans would be hanging off, and they were like, um, a 12? And I'd be like, fuck, I'm a 14. Mm. And, you know, just being really aware of that. And i have always yeah. been, like, definitely one of the, like, bigger girls in my sixth form. Or, without being, like, but, but that hinterland of, like, not the kid who is bullied for being fat. Yeah, but not... Not the slim girl. Oh, feeling different. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so just started being aware of it then. And then I went to uni and lost loads of weight in my first year. And that was actually just because I was cooking for myself and walking around a bit more and a bit sad. Um, the same thing. Yeah. And, like, so I just got a bit better at cooking and was probably mm. eating less shy. So I went down to, like, 12 to 14, right. Um which is... I'm always like that's my ideal size but when I'm at that it's always such a struggle to yeah. not tip up um,
0: it's not what you naturally go no, out to I know, have to no, be no.
2: aware of everything I'm putting in my body and how much work Which I'm doing a to be f- 12 shit so like that yeah, and yeah. That. Yeah. Um, so I uh, yeah so that was that bit in uni also we used to religiously read those trash magazines like intellectually distancing ourselves from it but also being like look at the state of her yeah. and then uh, I think I was maybe <laughs> the year after because I like re- I-, I went to do psychology unbelievable yeah. that you'd be educated in this stuff and still buy it um, and then I was like what the fuck am I doing went and did drama um, stayed in Liverpool going to University of Manchester wow. I met a mate who was a bit bigger and just like really empowered and we used to eat shit all the time <laughs> one night's away but we like much happier stop reading those fucking trash magazines because i recognize even at like that was the smartest thing at 18 like i instantly feel sad if i have these things in my hands yeah so i'm not gonna buy them um and then yeah got got chunkier and then maybe like gradually got chunkier and chunkier and then was was heavier at the the end of a very sad relationship because also like this lifestyle isn't ideal to be like... And I wasn't doing any exercise and I was just mm. feeling quite bad about myself and then it's this horrible... Trapped in this horrible thing when you're in like a, an abusive relationship of yeah. like, oh, here's one thing that's nice to me and it's food. Yeah. And then getting out of it and I'd start to do a bit more exercise anyway and then I went on this diet that my friend did um, uh, which we won't name it no, it's no, one no. of the ones
0: where you have dust for a couple yeah. of years isn't it
2: and I actually found it really easy yeah. uh, which I know is really unhelpful no um, I
0: don't know that that is unhelpful I think initially it is like you take uh, you know psychologically there's a reason why they're very popular one you fucking hemorrhage weight so fast yeah. two um, you don't have really don't think very much as yeah. you're busy your life and your exactly. mind exactly but what it is is it's about as, bow- as extreme as it gets in terms of all diets all diets that require you to restrict in some way disconnect you from your hunger, yeah. even more. From, yeah. from understanding what your body's asking for and when in terms of hunger and fullness and any kind of intuition, yeah, even more. And that's probably the most extreme example of that. Any fasting, basically, yeah. where you're, like, you're basically like, distract, 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 you just got to distract yourself. Yeah. Or be just like, drink I'm,
2: water. Yeah,
0: or like, I'm just not someone who eats until that yeah. one meal a day that I have. yeah Ooh, <laughs> it's so fucked up when you think about it. Yeah. But I remember being like, even then, I remember being like, oh oh god I'm not sure about that and then being like mm, you know whatever works yeah. I think still in my mind I was going whatever works maybe I should
1: yeah. try that
0: I don't know
2: but also like, like I, I know like...
0: loads of people try and, you, and everybody's had the same experiences and you shift a load of timber real fast
2: yeah because yeah. I was exercising as well so yeah. that, that one pound a week I might mm. be losing although I never weighed myself I, I can't have any relationship with scales um, oh, I'm glad for that uh, yeah I, I've two that are both broken in my house that I've never stepped on
0: I had one working pair that I haven't used for a long time and I had no inclination to it it wasn't like an ex-smoker with a load of fags all round their house (laughs) Uh, for a long time I haven't been inclined to and then my ex-partner asked if he could have them and I was like yeah and I thought that's the (laughs) cruelest thing I've ever given to an ex
2: ever that's not good that's as bad as knowing you have chlamydia and not telling it (laughs) and then obviously I've like as I've got Basically, it was like, I had to joke about this as well, it's like, mm-hmm. I wanted less of myself to hate, and everything else felt so out of control, that like, well, this is the thing I can control, and then you have all that mad stuff where people, like, rear foot, and they're like, you look amazing, you look amazing, and you am like, oh, I guess when there's less of me, people like me more, yeah. and then all that fucked up thing where I hadn't really thought about food, even when I was, like, a bit b- bigger... I was like, oh shit, now I have something. I was talking about it with Sophie Hagen, she's like, well, you're given a currency that suddenly you don't want to lose. Mm. And like, being my partner, I've like gradually put on weight a bit of bit heavier, and then it's, I'll basically have to understand, like, um, I will fluctuate half a stone either way yeah. and it will go straight to my face and my belly and yeah. that's fine yeah. and I get heavier in the winter and I usually yeah. lose weight in Edinburgh like when I was mm-hmm. doing the show about the abusive relationship mm-hmm. it fucking fell off me again because yeah. I was on my own up there my partner wasn't there and I was like I had no appetite because I was sad again because yeah. I was reliving it and then I look at pictures and I'm like look, look how thin you are I'm like yeah do you remember how unhappy you were yeah. so I have to reconcile like we get one Kiri you either get to like Fit in that thing a bit better, or you can be happy, yeah. And like, so you you've got to opt in for whichever one of those you want. So I'm trying, it's but it's a constant fucking battle, even knowing, you know, being aware and mm. knowing how you look best. Now, I've got a massive fucking set of tits, I'm not meant to be small, no, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm really strong, I'm not meant to be tiny. Yeah. like when I lose weight, you see how I've, I've got really broad shoulders. Right, and when you right. look at pictures of me when I'm a kid and I'm skinny, like, I look fucking, I've got massive shoulders, I'm exactly the same, you know, but without a nice big tits. <laughs> so I I just have to like I understand that okay that's um, that's how my body is
0: yeah it takes fucking eons doesn't it I don't think like, it will ever that, happen
2: I, um, I don't think it what, will the acceptance I, I don't think I, I will I will ever look in the mirror and not think well I was thinking when I was getting ready today about chatting about because I was listening to another one you your pod, I listened mm. to it in the morning when I do my hair and, oh thanks mate and I was like it's so weird when I look in this mirror. So at the moment, like, I've I've just been a bit more mindful about what I'm eating. So, like, as opposed to having takeaway every single night, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. maybe just have it twice a week or three <laughs> times a week. Um, and, and it really quickly, like, comes off again. Yeah. Like, I look a bit more like I want myself mm. to look. Um, but it's so weird that I'm like, that can sneak in and be like, yeah, but imagine if you are a bit smaller. But then the other side yeah. of it being like, I'm but some people's a, target weight. Yeah, it's... You are loads of people talking. And then the other awesome. side, and some people's like, if I look like that, that's what thing Sophie's myself. brilliant
0: book made me really check myself on, and thought, God, do I need to put a bit in my show because I don't acknowledge the privilege of not, you know, I didn't, I had no idea there were different labels for different levels of fatness. Yeah, yeah. And actually, you know, where the journey I'm on, I'm still don't, I don't know about identifying as fat. I Don't know whether that's gonna fuck off super fat people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want to do that. that. I don't want to. But equally, I know I'm not. You know, I... I you know, I'm not, I'm pretty tricky to cast yeah, yeah. as an actor, yeah. but but in the real world, you know, I'm probably pretty average. Yeah, so yeah. it's not... I don't fucking know. And actually, as I, I feel similar about sexuality and just avoid all labelling at all. Because I you're, that you're that always I... going to upset someone and actually all you were trying to do is cover every base. Yeah. But um, I, I don't think it's insurmountable that that conversation with yourself in terms of... Uh, um the look in the mirror and the and the what you this, that, the other. I think there's a million other things going on and, and and ultimately I think every single time I don't get it so much with the mirror. Sometimes, but I don't spend very long in it. Like I've got fucking let's fuck all I need to do to my hair. I <laughs> I've got very homeless hair on purpose. <laughs> so that there's I don't have to spend hours at that place. Because I've historically it would make me so sad. But I still get it looking at photos. Mm-hmm. I recently had some headshots done and um Oh, fucking put me in a spin for about three really? weeks. Yeah. Um, oh, God. It was just, they were just horrible. Just horrible in them, objectively. But, like, even then, like, my partner was like, can I look at them? I was like, no. Nope. Um, and my agent was like, well, I have to have a look at them. And even she was like, yeah, they're, it's not, they're not nice photos of you. But we'll f- I'll find one or two. Just so mm. all I need I was like, well, let me get some more done in the spring. I think it's psychological in the winter, because, yeah, like you're hungry in the winter so you eat more in the winter but it's so hard to have that like look at yourself and be like oh my god yeah that'll do i look amazing i've just had to lower my bar so that'll do rather than i think also feminism's asking a lot of us to be like yeah i really want to tap that when we look at ourselves no that'll do is fine yeah (laughs) yeah but also i think um what was I going to say Uh, for me I think subconsciously years and years and years ago I realised even though I was always on a diet and it would always work for a bit you know some of them would work I did when I first came to uni as well I shifted tons I went down to a size 10 and it's totally unmaintainable for me Mm. but I had people say things to me like um, I had this bloke called Dave say like oh my god I've I've been telling my mum about you because she needs to do what you've done yikes and um you're, you're just a completely different person. And I remember being... I, I didn't have the right words for in the moment. I wish I'd gone, I'm the same person, Dave. Yeah. But all I did, I just sort of went in like, I was oh, fuck off. I'm not. No, I'm not.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm a, um, an unmaintainably low weight for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, I remember my cousin saying to me, finally, Jess, for the first time of your whole life, you've got a flat tummy, well done. Jesus. But it, but the thing is, what I mean, what my point of saying all of this is, I think that that feeling of it'll never change... It's not. It's not as personal as you think. I think there's something wrong with society. That I think with the right voices on the case, that will change at least within our bubble. Yeah. Because because it's it's society that there's an illness with because of the message being so pervasive to all of us all the time Mm. that ideally we should be smaller. Yeah. And the horrible fact that you do get more if you are.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) Do you know what's made a big difference to me? This is going to start. This is. uh, real privilege thing yeah. and I know it's not attainable but like I as a girl who makes clothes for me to yeah. fit me measures mm. exactly to me and you look so much better in shit that is like
0: for you yeah you for you so fucking amazing.
2: but like That's it's so cool. and it's this weird thing as well of like I've always dressed like over the top and in tiny stuff and in shiny stuff And I did kind of didn't realize it. Like most people would have seen it faintly ridiculous when I was bigger and probably do now, but I'm like, Oh, this is how I feel like the most empowered and sexy I can be is in this mad shit. But it's also that. Yeah. So it, it, it's uh, hard. There's another point I want to make about how being like, um, and I'm definitely down the, the no pun intended thin end of the wedge when it comes to being fat. Yeah. Like I understand that. Um, but the fatigue in having to be a spokesperson and constantly happy and oh. empowered. You know when you get, it's really nice when people message you and be like, "Oh, seeing how you dress has made me want to dress more like this," and I'm now wearing this that and be like, "Great." Great. But don't make me your hero because yeah. I am like. I still get really sad at myself, and this is it. we're fighting a really big. Yeah. Fight a really big. I had a thing. huge meltdown the other day where, like, so I don't re- i didn't realize I was very tired, and I did find out uh, two days before my period. Oh. Uh, so I was staying at my partner's house uh well, no my partner's brother's house and um there was no hairdryer there and so I went to do a thing in the day where I knew that photos were going to be taken mm. and I couldn't get my hair right oh, and I had a the closest I've come to like leaping back literally two years to when I was like self-harming and pulling my hair out I was oh, so close to doing no. it and he was like I don't know what to do and I was like I don't know what to do and I just realized that I've secretly because I don't live down here I'm just here all the mm. time in my little shoebox under the bed like with my hair dry my little thing i like put loads of little things that I'm like this can control the way people see me and that's right. important to me yeah. and these are the little things I need to make me feel alright and it's not yeah. all like I, I know I've got a face on now but I don't normally wear makeup and stuff but my hair weird, weirdly is yeah. massively tied to my self esteem yeah. and yeah. just being like, like well if my hair's okay everything else will be alright it's like, huge
0: it's so weird that that's huge in the sense that but I mean that, that's about oh, I don't know I mean for I, I, for someone who wears fuck all makeup, really does fuck all with her hair. I've never done a gig without makeup on. You know, you do need, it's a part, it's a kind of psychological armour. My um, stepdad's mum is really ill in hospital and she's ancient, you know, she's in her 90s, but um, whatever, she's been waiting for ages for her to get up and walk so they can sign off another operation she needs. And it's been going on and on and on, but looking pretty hopeless. And then mum said, We went in the other day and the news hadn't changed that much in terms of her physical diagnosis, but it felt so huge that mum said, Shit, all her makeup was done and her earrings were in. And I was like, oh, that's massive. I mean, it doesn't sound very feminist, but what it means is she's scrubbed up. And that is someone who's gone, no, I'm choosing to live, actually, I'm going to fight Yeah, Ultimately, it's that big a deal when you're that ancient and that ill. Fucking hell. I mean, I think that stuff's huge and whatever you need to do to make you feel ready for the world yeah because the world is not easy and I think anyone who's going oh you can do you can eat you can have a happy relationship with this you can be happy it's I feel like I'm constantly coming from a massive place of privilege saying to people you can be happier when it comes to eating but ultimately I just think all I've got is my experience and that is coming to terms of the fact that even from all of those diets or all those years of it I'm not saying I'll never slip into wanting to try and never want again. My big fear is because I really love acting as much as stand up, it's having to change my body for an acting role. Yes. Because I know it will lead to some disordered eating. Mm. That even if I do the thing to lose or gain the weight right, I'll fucking be. Because I don't, anyway, um, ultimately, all those diets all the way long. I knew it for my whole life, I was aware, even though I wasn't articulating it until the last few years, that I always came back to this. Yeah. To exactly this. Like yeah. somewhere between fourteen and a sixteen yeah. every time. And you're like, oh I like and now it's like, yeah, it's cool. And do you know what? I've still got fucking loads of
2: privilege. Yeah. It's this size. You know, I
0: can shop in shops.
2: Yeah, definitely. Uh,
0: there's you know, it's um and, and, it, and, and, and actually you, you can be you're so healthy and so you can be you can be so super healthy in a size yeah. fucking twenty eight thirty body. Yeah. Um but you, oh I don't know it's mad it's especially mad to me that people who have the privilege to be able to buy clothes in shops still feel like they're probably in an unhealthily big body or when they look at themselves they'd ideally be in a smaller body it's, it's not it's, the whole of society must be broken for us to think like that yeah. even occasionally still yeah. as, as the women who are as intelligent as we are well the
2: the other thing I think is like, I loved Sophie's book Yeah, I thought it was fucking amazing mm. but no one has written a book although I guess hers speaks more to it of women who are in the public eye where your job is being photographed, where people come, strangers come up to you, they want a picture, that you sort of vaguely have to look like what they're expecting. So like, I feel my most at home in Wales because they all knew me before anything. And I'm not famous by any stretch, but like, I will be like if we're like we're going to go home bargain and get some shit I'll be like yeah. oh, I can't go like this because most places someone yeah, will yeah, yeah, yeah. if they don't say anything then there'll be yeah, something coffee, on social yeah. me- mm-hmm. media I'll
0: take uh, a picture
2: yeah or take yeah that kind of thing so like if they don't ask for a picture that there'll be some they have seen you and you're like yeah. oh, I don't want to you know you control those things when mm-hmm. they see you and then you realise that you get to a point where you, like, you can't actually control unless you're permanently leaving in like a full face and you're yeah. like who the fuck wants that I want to be able to, like, honestly, when I'm in Wales, I look, my hair it doesn't go, my hair or teeth are not brushed or washed for about a week. Yeah! Like, I'm like, when I'm like, I can smile my own fanny too much, that's when, <laughs> that's when I'll have a shower. <laughs> but I want to be able to do that. I grew up on a farm, I it up being filthy. <laughs> Is that a, a <laughs> but yeah, it's, it, it? it's this thing of like, I, I want that guide to be written and being like, you, I, you're going to look at yourself and you're not going to like because they're going to take an unflattering. I'll talk about Mr. Yeah. Fairburn as well, that I do a show with. She as well has, like, um, you know, like, especially when it comes to image, and she's like, mm. why the fuck do people take unsolicited pictures of you and then put them up? Because yeah. you don't know what that is. I think, I think I can
0: safely say every single woman I've ever spoken to in comedy, if you're listening to this and you watch women who you love, comedians, please don't take pictures of us on stage. Like, yeah, that we, we we it's enough torment to get I, honestly the conversations I don't think I've ever spoken to a comedian who's like yeah I like it yeah like, when you look back at those you like I, my main thing of it is I don't like looking at unsolicited pictures of me and I don't think I particularly have and I don't even have a, like a visual kind of look or style or brand or anything really but. I don't want to have to think about what I fucking look like up there. My yeah. job is to be funny. It's to use my face. I yes. quiet, I'm quite up grotesque, angry, emotional. I want to be in that moment doing my best possible job as a comedian. I don't want to ever be thinking, fucking, they just took a picture of me. Yeah. And I will have to look at that. And if I look at it when I've got PMT, you might send me down a vortex. No yeah. So please, or <laughs> just tired. Whatever. Yeah. It's just, it's so weird to have passed, to be in a job. But I do think more than ever, everyone is. Because of social media getting packed all the time even just in the oh, context of true, their own of lives course. yeah yeah but yeah I, and it's a funny thing isn't it whether we've it, it's definitely part of the job we've got to accept that but I do think it's worth yeah it's hard isn't it where you're like right I'm a spokesperson for these people in these bodies yeah. and on the other hand I, I want to always be a spokesperson I do think I've got a bit in my share about it that it, there's an un an unnatural normalisation of narcissism happening with the amount yeah. of pictures everyone's taking of, of everyone all of the time
2: now. Well, right. I mean, you were one of the people I messaged when I was like, Is everyone getting Botox? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was talking to you and Pasco about it because I was like, I went fucking under for like a week. I really Yeah, because I was like, I. I I like ring I wanna look like Judy yeah, Dench. Yeah. She like she looks amazing. But then you're like, if I'm the only one not getting it, I'm gonna look like some mad you, Chernobyl making. person. <laughs> like a handbag sat next to everyone else on a panel show and you you know, just like, like a handbag sat next to everyone else on a panel but you, show. But you know when like you know everyone goes in Edinburgh you've got to get PR because yeah. everyone has it to level the playing field and you're like is that now Botox? Yeah. Because I was just like Not I yet. don't yeah and that was like and then thankfully you and Pasco were like no. no and my partner was like Kiri, Kiri, and I was like, I don't want it, but I don't want to be the old-looking one at no, the same no. time. And he's like, This is not. He was like, He was like, This is the only time I'll ever do this. If you start putting stuff in your face, I'm gone. I'm gone. Like, because yeah. you're gone, then. Like, yeah. everything I love about you is yeah. is gone if you start doing that. And I oh, can't God, promise that I'll so never weird. like succumb to it. But no. I had a week of being like. Do I look really old? You know, all that kind of stuff of being like, does it matter? You know, All that stuff you're constantly wrestling with. Oh,
0: it's so hard. And on that one, I think, well, who am I to fucking know what. Well, right now, I have pretty firm opinions about, you know, I'm in my mid 30s, like, but who. Th- I can't make a judgement. And I'm certainly gonna, not going to say, here's the opinion anyone else should fucking have, not exactly. until I'm at least in my mid 40s. Yeah. And then let's talk. If I'm, con- if I'm on telly or I have my photo taken all the time, then. You know, hopefully. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you got to say it, hopefully. It?
0: Then you're like, well, then I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to my face.
2: Or, or how much that injection, I don't even know how often you have it and how much it costs, that injection will mean that I can think about other things. Yeah. Do you know what the I mean? Players, Looks. Yeah. Because that's what why I'm like. It's, it's the only recent that I've been that. Like, I still you know, have days where I'm like. By I'm then like, mm-hmm. they might have
0: found types of face surgeries that don't just make everyone look the same. At the moment, they like still make mad everyone lion. look the same. That yeah. Puffy thing,
2: yeah. But <laughs> I was talking about that last night actually with Sarah Barron and, and Evelyn Mock that like yeah. talking about skincare oh, <laughs> and that thing of being like because everyone's selling something to you as well. Mm. They're selling your hate back to you. <laughs> that you can't trust anything and ultimately it's just like it's like anything it's like wait it's like it's in your jeans. yeah like if you look after yourself a bit ultimately mm-hmm. it's all pretty look at your mum or your dad that's what you got sorry <laughs> <laughs> some cows who
0: are sick of the treatment of their cow kind grow guns instead of eyes and start a worldwide massacre. At first, everyone's fine with it, and the tabloids are running headlines like, ah, it's a massacre." Um, but then eventually, we slowly, slowly realise that everyone is absolutely dying. Um, the cows <laughs> agree to stop the genocide, but only if you, and weirdly, it does have to be you, do a one million piece jigsaw puzzle without any breaks while sidestepping back and forth like a mum is dancing all the while. It sounds impossible, but you do um, it! Yay! But you've had to focus on it so much and obviously with the sidestepping, you haven't eaten anything for hours and hours and hours. You're starving! Uh, Your reward it? in the long term is a uh, Adulation of all old hu- old humans for all time for saving them from the cow gun eyes um, but your reward in the moment is the feast of your dreams I don't want anything to be ethical can you give a fuck about health I don't care if it's even possible what would you eat what would you drink who with and where
2: um, I would be my childhood home in Wales yes please. yeah that's about being back in Wales is when I'm happiest um, there's a little dining room in the one that we used to very occasionally special occasions um uh, or should we be civilised and use the dining room my mum used to passively aggressively so um, <laughs> there um, and I would have the people who come over and fill it now with their laughter and lovely brains oh. which is uh, mainly it's um, the two sketch scripts that work so Gaines which yeah. is, would be Kath and Ed and Goose so that's Ben and Adam so they come over all, all the time we go back to my childhood home Aww. and uh, yeah my parents love it as well because like, the house is full of laughter Aww. Um, yeah so what would have okay my partner makes the best Side dish, which is Brussels sprouts, which I was never asked about, but that if you use them for texture, Mm. they are incredible. So Brussels sprouts, par boiled, and then you fry them off um, with, and don't worry, it's not going to be hack and be like chestnuts and bacon. Um, Okay, from the night before, this we get Chinese from the local Chinese and the salt and pepper stuff, that goo that's left behind the chilies and the onions and that goo. That gets fried off with the um, um, sprouts, with the sprouts. Oh, then gosh. samphire. Oh. And then cr- vegan sh- cream cheese, and it's uh, I ate a whole pan of it last oh, time, and it's meant for like God. eight people. Yes. It's so good. Samphire is an absolute oh, revelation. That's fucking
0: yum. Yes. Yeah,
2: so oh, I'm from thanks. Dorset,
0: and, and nearby is a Portland or Weymouth, and you can pick it
2: really yeah I wonder. there must be somewhere on Anglesey that there does, has to be it's yeah. so salty and yeah. shallow just anywhere salty shallow, shallow sea right I'm going to next, next time. Gonna for- oh yeah She'll good know. idea might go foraging um, he also makes so that'll be one of the side things he also makes a really delicious um, mushroom like creamy stroganoff thing mm. um, with some really like Chewy, sticky, pastry thing. Maybe a tagliatelle or something like that. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm literally getting wide thinking. About that. <laughs> um, I got. I've kind of forgotten what food tastes like. like meaty, cheesy foods mm. taste like. Great. Right. Um, so I, I don't think, I, and I think I know it's no ethical thing, but I think I might have a bit of a thing in my head about it. Yeah, now. that's fine. I think yeah, I might of struggle. course, no, no.
0: You do Nothing should be there that you don't want to eat. Oh mm, my
2: god. I think I would have something really I, lo- I I do love chocolatey stuff so something really chocolatey mm. filthy like um, I was going to say one of those chocolate bombs you get where you pour it over but like actually there's not much in there so fuck that um, but like a tort, maybe oh no actually I've changed my mind um, I love banoffee Oh okay yeah so I would i bring back milk for that um, yeah really they used to Caddis, the chef I worked with back on Anglesey used to make this amazing banoffee really thick biscuit base, full mm. of butter mm. and then it's amazing with you know condensed cream this toffee stuff really fresh oh, wow. lovely bananas and then fucking loads of whipped like double cream on top oh, it's just and then yes. just like cut a huge slab of it oh, that would be great God, i yes. really love that And um, what would i drink um oh genuinely this is our favorite thing to drink yeah the spa own brand prosecco is vegan they do a magnum of it for 15 quid and uh, so every time we pass it <laughs> we get two You're bottles messy. and we go back <laughs> <laughs> home. Yeah, it's so good. Yes. Um so I really love that. that That's great? Delicious. Um just really easy to drink as well. And sometimes I just drink a, a glass and then fall asleep on him, but it's just perfect. Yeah. Um I would have a starter. I'm more of a um I mean normally I'm really into starters, but I can't think of anything I, I'd like. Maybe a cheese course. Oh! I have just bought some more cheeses from that Thai and cheese oh, place. Oh,
0: it's so good, and I'm not giving them a little toot on here for ages. So I'm glad you brought them up.
2: Yeah, I, I literally just spapped up about forty quid on cheeses because they've yeah. got a big sale on at the moment. Oh, of course, January, January, yeah, big January as well. Yeah, um, I've so got, got some some. I'll let you know how I get on with okay, them. Okay, fine. I've yeah. That
0: Ethiopian spice was my favourite by miles, and the smoked one.
2: Oh, they've got yeah. I've got the smoked ones mm. in there, and they've got like a Provence sal uh, oh, or something. Fit. It'll yeah, be, so like, boursin. yeah, yeah, boursin. It, yeah it's fine. a bit. Yes, yeah. so I'm really excited about that but I really love cheese. I love the ritual of cheese and biscuits yeah isn't it lovely it's a nice little thing and, you and special feels knives. like so
0: plain grown ups doesn't it
2: absolutely <laughs> and what's the thing that we d- dip in it um, oh okay here's oh no no I can't say that one um, there's Didn't something that we cheers. oh If you go home bargains, they do artichoke hearts for a pound in a jar. In fact, it might be less. It might be like 69p. So whack them on a cracker every now and then as well, Mm. so they'll be on the thing. They're my favourite thing in the world on a pizza. Oh, yeah, they are good, aren't they? How amazing. Thanks, mate. Thanks for having me. What a dream. It's been great. Bloody hell. (laughs) Mm,
0: I'm in my time. What a belter, please. You have to see Kiri's new show, Empathy Pains, on tour. It's astoundingly good. She's astoundingly good. If you're interested even faintly in serial killers, then you can't not already know about her podcast of Rachel Fairburn called All Killer No Filler. But if you didn't, there it is. And follow her in every possible sense, apart from physically please come to see a hoovering live in leicester in two days on the ninth of february in the afternoon two o'clock it's cheap anyway but for discounts you can look at um becoming a patron of mine at patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod my guests on sunday are bake-offs rocher and local conservationist farmer and writer joe stanley oh we're gonna talk it right up and eat we've got some amazing eating coming up on it come and see me on tour why not my show hench is coming all around the world um well i say that Uh, Apart from the UK and Ireland It's just Melbourne Um, But that counts right I get to say world Um, All my tour dates And uh, methods of sending me Something longer than a tweet Are on my website JessicaFosterQ.com Please don't forget to tell Other people about the podcast um, If you like it I mean, keep your mouth shut if you don't. Follow us on social media at the Hoovering Pod. I am at Jessica FosterQ. I love hearing from you. Please rate, review, and subscribe. Give it five stars. Apparently, that helps more people find it. Blah, 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 blah. Thanks for listening. Huge thanks to Acast for hosting the podcast. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham, and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy Hoovering.